Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Sask Ag Today with your host, Ryan Young. And good afternoon. Welcome to Sask Egg Today. It's brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today is day two of Egg in Motion. It's nice out today. A lot better than it was uh, yesterday with all the rain. But that is good for the farmers as well with the rain coming down and the sun out today. This morning at Ag in Motion, we had another product launch as well as a record number of exhibitors. According to the show director, Rob O'Connor, we'll hear a little more from him later on. Elsewhere, TD Bank projects Saskatchewan's real GDP growth to be slower than last year. And a reminder of support for producers renting crown land in Saskatchewan. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is SaskAg Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. SaskAg Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. Ag in Motion moves forward into day two at the Discovery Farm Langham site. Day one was highlighted or dampened, depending on who you ask, by the rain. Show Director Rob O'Connor says about two-thirds of an inch fell yesterday. As you can see, we had some rain here at Egg in Motion for the first time uh, ever. We did have a shower last year, but nothing quite like yesterday. We did receive about two-thirds of an inch of rain here, uh, 5.7 uh, millimeters uh, in the afternoon and 3.6 millimeters uh, in the morning. Obviously, it, it adds to a little bit more workload for our team to try to prepare the site for people to come in this morning. But they're out there working, pumping water in any puddles on uh, any spaces that need to be uh, cleaned up. And they're doing uh, a great job out there, so I'm very proud of the team for uh, getting here early and, and helping get the place ready. But we're on pretty sandy soil here, so it's already starting to dry up. I'm pretty certain that in just a few hours, it'll be just like normal. O'Connor laid out what's happening today. Today at Ag in Motion uh, is the first time ever, but we're having a cattle dog competition. There's about 25 dogs competing today, and uh, they'll, it, there was four runs, two today and two tomorrow. Also, just starting right now is the Ag Tech breakfast over in the uh, special events tent. The great thing about that is we sold out that, that tent at 200 tickets today, so it's going to be a full house. Egg in Motion set a new benchmark for exhibitors at the show. O'Connor says 580 exhibitors are at this year's show, beating the previous record. Uh, we did not change the physical size of the show. What we did to incorporate the new exhibitors is we reorganized some of the areas of the show. So, for instance, you'll see themed areas like Innovations Alley, 
or sorry, uh, irrigation alley. And uh, again, like last year, the Ag Tech tent, uh, Ag Tech alley. We have a new drone demo uh demo space where six companies come together to create that so there's some changes to the show uh, as far as reorganizing the inside footprint without having to affect the actual size of the, the show so uh, it was great that we had so much support from the exhibitors uh, our earlier uh, record was 562 exhibitors in 2018. In case you're coming here for the first time, the three-day show features equipment demonstrations featuring the latest technology, crop plots with the newest seed varieties and crop protection products, events to connect farmers and industry, and programming at BMO Livestock Central for livestock producers. Back with SaskAg today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. The segment of Saskag today is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch. For Prairie 6 Inch eaves trough, size matters. So see Prairie 6 Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist. PrairieEavesTrough.ca. A product launch and demonstrations are part of day two here at Ag in Motion. Colin Rush, the North American sales leader with Borgo Industries, says they're hosting seeding demonstrations at their booth located at lot number 501. We do, we're very pleased to actually do uh, live seeding demonstrations uh, with people movers. It's always great to walk behind things, but it's great to see actually what those openers do in the field while we're live seeding. Uh, we've got canola and uh, starter fertilizer and urea uh, and, and uh, wheat and uh, urea on one of our other units. So kind of our two key focuses, um, the uh, new Trimax unit, the triple shoot uh, placement option from Borgo. Um, we're going to be actually live demoing that. We also have static displays in our booth. Um, the ability to both uh, with our dual shank um, opener, basically side uh, dress as well as uh, mid-road, uh, put the uh, urea fertilizer farther away from the seed. Uh, so that is a configuration, kind of that uh, agronomic Swiss Army tool, allowing uh, people in all conditions to really change their fertility management uh, as we go through that, uh, that option. Uh, second, we also have uh, our frame-mounted seeder, our small uh, three-meter unit, our 872 seeder. Uh, it has our, our basically our PLR, our Coulter disc openers on them. The ability to, in no-till, uh, place that seed and, and fertilizer, uh, and it's a it's a great uh, low disturbance uh, opener, and we're going to be showing that as well. So. Uh, we're going to be seeding twice a day, today and tomorrow, uh, 11 a.m. and uh, 2 p.m. The product launch came courtesy of Morse Equipment as Canadian sales manager Garth Massey introduced a new 80-foot quantum seed drill. So this is an expansion of the quantum air drill. We've added a larger size. So as, as farms have grown bigger, um, there's a need for larger equipment. Formerly, we only went up to 70 feet. Now we're, we're helping out some of those customers that have been asking for something larger. So this 80 foot, it's, uh, it's gonna fit the bill for a lot of customers. Been a lot of very positive response to it. And of course, you, with farm equipment, you add a few little improvements and continuous improvements every year. So it's amazing the customers come through and they pick that out right away. So it's been fun talking with the customers about new product. Multiple improvements have been made. 
some of the things that we've done this year is, is we've changed how we've laid out our, uh, our air system. So it's now being laid out with the primaries across the back. So it's going to be a little bit more efficient. There's less length of hose for the product to, to travel through to get to the seed runs. So that's positive. And our secondary hose is now flexible one inch inside diameter. And it'll be a little bit nicer to plumb and uh, it'll be a neater, tighter, uh, tidier machine overall. Morris Equipment is under the Superior Farm Solutions umbrella. Massey says their production is in three locations. No, that's one of the major changes that's happened is uh, uh, the Yorkton, we've seized manufacturing and we've shifted manufacturing to three different plants. So Rightway has a manufacturing facility in Regina and that's where the quantum air drills are made. Imperial does uh, a lot of the uh, the harrows and the rollers and the rock pickers and also the hay lines that are shared across the two brands and then Minidosa is, is an original Morris factory that for, for decades has made our air carts and they will continue uh, to do that. So lots of changes uh, of course in the company but it's great to be building equipment and, and shipping it uh, both to Canada and Australia and, and other places that we serve our customers. He says the new 80-foot seed drill is available now. You're listening to Saskag Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. The federal government says it's looking at all options after the Longshore Workers Union in B.C. rejected a tentative mediated deal and resumed strike action that had been put to a temporary halt last week. In a joint statement, Labour Minister Seamus O'Regan and Transport Minister Omar El-Gabra say workers and employers across Canada cannot face further disruption. The ministers say they have been patient and respected the collective bargaining process, but they need the ports operating. The strike froze billions of dollars worth of cargo for moving in and out of harbours, including at Canada's busiest port in Vancouver. The International Longshore and Warehouse Union Canada announced Tuesday its leadership caucus chose to reject the tentative agreement because it did not believe the deal can protect jobs now or into the future. The BC Maritime Employers Association says the union rejected the deal without sending it to a full membership vote. SAS Canola, in collaboration with the of Agriculture, will continue to offer free disease testing for blackleg and clubroot to farmers with the addition of testing for verticillium stripe new this year. Verticillium stripe was first reported in Canada in 2014 and there is still much to learn about the disease. It presents symptoms similar to black leg and sclerotinia and can easily be confused with and assumed to be another canola disease. Soil testing is the optimal way to detect the club root pathogen prior to canola plants appearing symptomatic. Soil samples should be collected in late summer or around swathing time. To start the club root testing process, farmers can call the SAS Canola office at 306 9750262 to request a soil sampling bag. As with other crops on the Canadian prairies, flax has been struggling with the hot and dry conditions across the region. 
That said, Scott Shields of Grain Millers Canada at Yorkton notes there's very little doubt when it comes to flax prices increasing during the course of 2023. Presently, old crop flax was $12.50 to $13.66 per bushel delivered, according to Prairie Ag Hotwire. Both old and new crop was $13 to $14 per bushel, free on board. However, at this stage, it's unclear as to how high flax could increase as it remained in not too bad of shape. Manitoba reported its flax was still in good condition, with most fields in the full to late flower stages. Saskatchewan said its flax rated 45% good to excellent, while the crop in Alberta was at 35.6%. Nevertheless, Shields stressed yields will be down this year, as the flax is not liking this hot, dry weather. Canadian pulse exports continued at a solid pace through most of the 2022-23 marketing year, although recent disruptions on the West Coast may cut into the final total. Roughly a quarter of all Canadian pea exports, a third of the lentils, and all the chickpeas typically move by container, with a strike by British Columbia port workers hindering some movement. Canada has exported 1.972 million metric tons of lentils by the end of May, with Turkey the top destination at 562,500 metric tons, followed by India at 501,000 tons, according to Statistics Canada data. Pea exports of 2.312 million metric tons are up by 42% compared to the same time the previous year, with China accounting for nearly 1.3 million metric tons of the total. Other major importers of Canadian peas include Bangladesh, the U.S., and Pakistan. Canada has exported 203,300 metric tons of chickpeas through the 2022-23 crop year to date, with the U.S. the top destination, followed by Turkey. And attendance at this year's Calgary Stampede fell just short of the record. An additional 125,000 people entered the park Sunday on the final day of the greatest outdoor show on earth. The final total was more than 1,384,000. That's 24,000 less than the record set during the Stampede Centennial in 2012. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, mainly cloudy and a 60% chance of showers. Winds from the northwest at 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, high of 23. Tonight, partly cloudy and a 30% chance of showers tonight. Winds from the north at 20, gusting to 40 kilometers an hour, then becoming a light this evening, low of 20, rather low of 12. Tomorrow, sunny, then partly cloudy, some haze, high of 26, the low 11. Friday, sunny, high of 27, the low 13. And that trend continues into the weekend and a little bit into next week. Saturday, sunny, high of 32, low 15. Sunday, sunny, high of 30, low 17. Monday, sunny, high of 32, the low 17. Tuesday, sunny, high of 31. Normal highs for this period around 26. Normal lows, 11. Sun rose at 5.09 this morning and the sun will set at 9 o'clock.
tonight. Looking looking around the province, rather, in Estevan, 18, Yorkton and Swift Current, 17, Saskatoon, 20, Weyburn, 19. Warm spot in Saskatchewan is in Collins Bay at 24, cool spot in Cypress Hills at 11. In Regina, mostly cloudy, winds from the north-northwest at 33 kilometers an hour, humidity at 84%, temperature 16 degrees or 62 Fahrenheit, Barometric pressure at 102.0 and rising. In Moose Jaw, cloudy, northwest wind at 35, gusting up to 46, temperature 18 degrees. And once again in the Queen City, mostly cloudy, winds from the north-northwest at 33, temperature 16 degrees. Back in a moment. As spraying and hang season begins, Harry, Justin, and Devin Shepard of Shepherd Realty would like to send their best wishes to farmers for a safe and successful farming season and applaud them for all contributions to this great province. The Shepherd Realty team are proud to be part of Saskatchewan's vibrant agricultural community and want to thank clients past and present for their business. Contact Shepherd Realty in Regina, 306-352-1866, shepherdrealty.ca. You're tuned to Saskag Today on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskag Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience, McDougalAuction.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. TD Bank's economic forecast for Saskatchewan indicates the province's real gross domestic product is projected to grow this year by 2.4%. That's above their national level estimate, but lower than the 5.5% growth Saskatchewan had last year, aided by rising commodity prices and demand as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, as well as crop production rebounding in 2022. Alberta's real GDP, by comparison, is projected to grow by 2.7% this year, and Manitoba's 1.9%. TD economist Marco Arcoalo says the provinces tend to follow one another, but other factors are considered when compiling the forecast. Yeah, there's a, there's a few ways to look at it. So when we look at provinces like Saskatchewan, like Alberta, like Newfoundland, these very, you know, commodity and resource-driven economies, uh, they tend to follow each other. So when, you know, when commodities are in a positive cycle, you know, these provinces do well. You know, if they're in a negative cycle, not so much. Um, so from that perspective, you can expect some sort of following, at least on a, on a, on a higher level. Of course, each province, there's some idiosyncrasies that, that exist um, that may drive growth in a different direction. If we compare to, you know, provinces like Ontario, that would just depend a lot on maybe like interprovincial trade linkages, right? So if Ontario slows down and, you know, they depend on Saskatchewan product, um, you, might, you might see like exports, for example, slow down. Um, interprovincially to some of our you know, domestic markets. Um, but I think a, bi- a big thing w- with Saskatchewan is, is their linkage to, uh, you know, to international markets as well, especially for their agricultural products, because, um, you know, they, you know, last year, I think they had record shipments of, of, of wheat and agricultural products to China. Um, China growth, it's holding up, but, you know, the momentum is flagging a little bit. So, um, you know, in, in a case where there's like excess slowdown globally, that may weigh on the Saskatchewan economy, but at least in our base case, we do think that they, you know, given where we see things at, that they'll, they'll hold up fairly well, even with the, with the U.S. and, you know, just broadly speaking, if the U.S. 
you know, goes through as a, you know, an outsized drawdown in their economy, like that generally pulls things down in Canada and that's kind of like nationwide. So for any linkages we have with, with U.S. and exports there, you know, that could be a potential kind of red flag. But right now we don't see any, you know, base case recession in, in U.S. markets right now. So that, that should be fine. He says moving forward, the province's growth will slow down as the calendar gets closer to 2024. Once again, we are here at Ag in Motion at the Discovery Farm Langham site just uh, northwest of Saskatoon. She's a cloudy sky right now, but it is beautiful out here. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to SaskAg Today with 620 CKRM News Director Ryan Young. This segment of SaskAg Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. While it was announced in January, a reminder for Saskatchewan producers renting crown land that support is available. Leasees may be eligible for a decrease in rent through the 2023 Crown Grazing Lease Rental Reduction Program. Bit of a mouthful. The Executive Director of the Lands Branch at the Ministry of Agriculture, Grant Zelenko, says if an individual or pasture association has to reduce the number of livestock on pasture land by 20% or more below the rated carrying capacity of their leased grazing land, then they are eligible. Those eligible can have their rent reduced by up to 50%. So we're just in the final stages of developing the program. We'll be reaching out to our clients with program information as soon as this is completed ahead of our fall billing, uh, billing schedule. The other uh, opportunity would be for our lessees to contact their local land management specialist and they will have program information available in the very near future that they can share with the lessees. Zelenko mentioned how much crown land is utilized by producers. Yeah, there's approximately 5,800 uh, grazing leases across the province. Worse we're estimating at this point uh, about 2,000 of our leases are in are, are in areas of the province that we've identified as dry or, or very dry. So in total, uh, the province has about 6 million acres of crown land under grazing lease. Drought conditions are plaguing parts of the province, especially in the west. So the concerns that we've been monitoring have been greatest on, on the west side of the province, you know, and particularly in that, that west central area. Uh, and we understand precipitation is, is spotty. It doesn't follow lines on a map, so it's just not uh, as simple as saying, you know, here, here are the boundaries. But in general, that's the largest area of concern that, that we're, we're carefully monitoring at this time. The rent reduction program was mentioned in a series of supports announced by the provincial government for farmers facing dry conditions and low-yielding crops. Back in a moment. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. 
Grain prices at Viterra were up in early trading today. Canola is up $3.60 at $779.42 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is up $2.32 at $389.30. And the rest were unchanged. Durham at $407.63. Feed barley 335.61, chickpeas 1036.17, flax at 501.98, lentils 702.50, oats 255.32, yellow peas 335.92, and feed wheat 270.97. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for September is up 22 and a quarter cents at eight dollars and ninety-nine and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of July 18th. Our last regular sale was on July 12th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.40 to $1.63. D3 cows sold from $1.10 to $1.40. Counter cows sold from $0.70 cents to $1. Half rats sold from $2 to $2.35. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.54 to $1.84. There weren't enough steers or heifers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. The market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest pork prices for the Brandon and Moose Jaw plants. They're currently at $241.24 per CKG. Once again, we're here at Egg in Motion at the Discovery Farm Langham site northwest of Saskatoon. Nice day today. Not too hot, not too cold, just right. Cloudy sky and a lot of people here, a lot of people coming and going. Uh, I would say a bigger crowd than uh, yesterday with all the rain that came down, but that's good for the farmers once again. Uh, just earlier today, uh, during the commercial break, I had a few kids uh, come by the the uh, desk here and uh, checking it out and just seeing uh, what I was doing exactly and how everything all worked and kind of showing them the ropes and get to see uh, me in action. So that was uh, quite pleasing as well. And so with that in mind, coming up, we got the resource report right after this. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the resource report brought to you by Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Federal Labour Minister Seamus O'Regan says a strike by the International Longshore and Warehouse Union Canada is illegal. After a ruling by the Canada Industrial Relations Board, in a tweet, O'Regan says the board ordered that the union cease and desist any strike activity because it did not provide 72 hours notice. The strike that has shut down British Columbia's ports resumed Tuesday after uh, the Longshore Workers Union rejected a tentative mediated deal. The International Longshore and Warehouse Union Canada says, quote, employers have not addressed the cost of living issues faced by workers in the last few years. The tentative four-year deal that was rejected had been proposed by a federal mediator at the instruction of O'Regan. O'Regan and Transport Minister Omar Algebra have said workers and employers across Canada cannot face further disruption and that they are looking at all options. 
The price of wheat is rising in response to Russian airstrikes that have crippled critical port facilities in the Ukrainian city of Odessa. Ukraine's agriculture ministry says 60,000 tons of grain were destroyed in the attack. Wheat prices rose more than 2.5% yesterday and more than 3% today amid the attacks which come after Moscow withdrew from the Black Sea Grain Initiative. Today's trading price of $6.91 a bushel was still more than 85% below last year's peak. Moving over to the markets, the TSX is up 76 points at 20,452. The Dow is up 132 points to 35,084. Oil is up 14 cents at $75.80 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 76 cents U.S. And that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Sask Ag Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's another edition of Sask Ag Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.